Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. Whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more about creating a safe environment for your family, this podcast is the place for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of the Mold Matters Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy Evans, and I'm with my my co-host, Mike. Hi, Jerry. Adams. How are you? I'm great. We we are tired, aren't we? Very tired. Yeah. We had a big job yesterday. Big job. We labored on Labor Day. Yes. Most people don't labor. They don't honor the holiday. No. No, they don't. No. We honored it with a 12-hour day or something. Yeah. We felt longer. It was was a long day. It was a very long day. It was originally supposed to start at 4 a.m., if you remember. Yes. And luckily, they moved it to 6 6. a.m., which is great. But that did not shorten the time that it takes to complete the task. (laughs) No, no. Not at all. But here we are the next day doing a podcast. And I wanna I I think I told you this already that I got home and my grandsons, the three that live in town, called and said, Grandpa, let's go bowling. <laughs> and you went? I went, yeah. I went. How, how is how is your bowling game after like a fourteen hour work day? Um uh, it was pretty it was actually pretty good the first game. Uh-huh. And then the second I think the uh I think the fatigue set in. Yeah. The fungal fatigue? The fungal fatigue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Inter- what was your score? I'm just curious. Um, you know, I'm just a, I'm not a good bowler. I didn't, I didn't mean to put you on No, it, it was like in the 130s, the first game. Well, that's, that's not bad. It's all right. And then the second game, in fact, my grands, my oldest grandson bowled my last frame. Yeah. And um, we ended up getting 100 exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Broke the, broke the 100 mark. Yeah. 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 Nice. Although those lanes... Those lanes were way bad. Oh, not properly greased? Not our fault at all. Yeah, <laughs> none of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, good to hear. Um, Mike, we'd, well, look, we'd love to talk bowling is more, but let's kind of transition. <laughs> Why to, would we? <laughs> <laughs> there is, a, I, I would venture to say there's mold, probably more bacteria in the finger holes of bowling balls. We yes. should sample. Fact, no, we should. We, we should absolutely totally sample the finger. But, but I will. The pod, future podcast, we're going to sample that. So, Tony, you know, okay. Grandma was yeah. with us. Yeah. We ordered fries because there's nothing better than bowling alley french fries. <laughs> right? True. They really are good. Yeah. But Tony said, she made sure everybody understood, you bowl with your right hand, you eat your food with your left hand at a bowling alley. Yeah. Because you do not want... Yeah. To eat what's in those bowling ball holes. I agree with that to an extent because you still have to hold the Yeah, you do. Left yeah. Hand. You really ought to just have hand sanitizer and towels there. Yeah. Ready to just. You know how professional bowlers, they wipe their ball off? Yeah. Maybe they're wiping the germs off. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was for. Yeah, the know, grease it up. Or, yeah. Yeah. Just wiping the germs off. Okay. Look forward to a, a future podcast. We're going to test. The finger holes of bowling balls. I'm yeah. sure it's chuck full of bacteria. Oh, it's got to be horrendous. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if some mold showed up. Oh, I'm sure. So, yeah. interesting. Okay, well, today um, we're going to do what we've done once before. We call them casual conversations. It's a little less scripted, and we, we kind of just chat casually. If that's possible, to be less scripted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> chat about things we're seeing and just yeah. whatever comes to your mind and my mind in fact clear your mind right now mike yeah clear it of all it's not nope. hard yeah it's not it's hard, hard. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want you coming in with some preconceived ideas no we're going to chat no, I'm, right I'm good yeah. whatever you were thinking about saying don't yeah throw no, it out it's, it's gone yeah okay and we're gonna we're gonna chat about just 
what comes to our minds, and, and a lot of it comes from the, the field because we're, we're obviously, I mean, yesterday we were we were somewhere for 14 hours trying to kill mold. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of, there should be a lot of content is what I'm saying for yeah. this conversation. Let's just chat for a bit. I, cause I think even just chatting with you, you know, after you've been gone or I've been gone for a few days, we come back and chat about the jobs we've done or, or experiences we've yeah. had. It's instructive. I think so. Yeah. I learned stuff. Yeah. So, and there's like, we've said before, there's so many, there's so many, there's just core principles. And then, um, you know, that help you understand mold and mold illness, but, there are so many unique situations that you kind of have to accumulate a bunch of those to really start to get a handle on where, yeah, how mold works. I think, yeah. So, what's so, anything coming to your mind? Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about one of the most recent projects we've done. Okay, um, we did some before test. Yeah, and it showed up with some marker molds. Okay, um, stachy, I don't even know where you're going yet. I'm excited. Stachy and catomium. Okay. Anyway, um, you know, we've always said you, I mean, air quality tests are just a crapshoot because mold is sporing sometimes and it's not sporing sometimes and it can be every bit as dangerous when it's not sporing, maybe even more. Absolutely. Because it's, it's wet and it's growing and it's happy and it's creating, well, at first it releases a, a like an enzyme to break down its food source. Right. And then it consumes said food source, and then it off-gasses. When it off-gasses, those are the mycotoxins that can really wreak havoc mm-hmm. on people's health. Yeah. So, anyway, this place, it did come back with some mold, and so we knew there was going to be a challenge. Yeah. But this is the one where, Jeremy, you and I, oh, we okay. sell the new jobs together. Yeah, but, I remember. Yeah, you walked in and... <laughs> Quickly came back out. I I was only in there five seconds. Yeah. But I could tell in one second that... As soon as you walked in. I did not want to be in there. Yeah. In fact, that's probably the worst I've felt. I, that might be the worst I've ever felt. Really? It instantly yeah. made me feel like I wanted to die. I'm not even... I, yeah. I'm trying not to exaggerate. No, I know. I know. But I just instantly felt heaviness... And like panicky inside, but it wasn't a it wasn't an odor. There was no smell. No, I mean maybe a smell, but it wasn't like musty, typical musty. Right. Yeah. But I just instantly knew that. Yeah. I did not want to be there, and I instantly felt panicky and head and heavy and chest, and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Just all at once. So I want to thank you, because you <laughs> you I went to go get a Tyvek suit and start you know strapping up. And and you you carried the lion's share on that job because it wasn't well. No, I knew that you were yeah. very very sensitive to well. Let, let's talk like about this. you on that one because you yeah. um, you did a walkthrough and you're like I even asked you I was like was that is that the worst house you've ever been in? and you're like it's it's one of the worst probably an eight if it tends if it tends the worst that's an eight it's an eight yeah and I was like wow where's the where's the nine and ten at nine and ten? <laughs> <laughs> well what's crazy is there was no. Uh, there was no sign of mold either, at least initially, right? Correct. No visible yeah. mold. No visible mold. No. It wasn't until you told me you started treating the window seals. Yeah. And here's a, here's an interesting fact uh, that I think some listeners might know, but if you put some kind of, you know... An oxidizer. A, an oxidizer yeah. inside, you know, pour it into your window seals. It, you know, oftentimes the window seals, we've talked about this, it looks like dirt. Yeah. Sometimes it's fuzzy, sometimes it's not. 
Yeah. Sometimes it just looks like grime and build up. Right. But if you pour an oxidizer in there, it starts to bubble. It starts to fizzle and bubble yeah. and yeah. And that's that's a good indicator that's mold without taking it to the lab. Correct. Or it could be bacteria, but yeah. But what, tell me More about than likely that. Mold. What More happened than likely when mold. you tell it, me about that? It just it you poured I mean, some liquid in there? I've, I've literally treated thousands of window seals. Yeah. And when we say window seals, we're talking about the, the windows that slide from the left to the right. Yeah. And they have that track on the bottom. And the, the window slides when they're within, closed within the there's, track. There's yeah. a track inside the house. Right. And they're designed to be able to condensate. The water runs down the window, goes down into that track. And then there's a weep hole at one end or the other of the, of the frame of the yeah. window or both. Yeah. Yeah. Usually one. Those yeah. weep holes never work. They really don't. All the mold starts to grow in the corner of that track. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, we when we treat a home, we we insist with our technicians and of course ourselves that we treat the window sills actually manually. We'll clean them. Yeah. Because you've got a lot of soil burden and and mold on top of mold on top of soil on top of mold. So we worry that we're actually getting to it unless we physically remove the mold out of the yeah. windowsill. Anyway, so I I doused it with an oxidizer. Uh-huh. Bubbles just kept coming. Just just fizz like crazy. Did it expand as well? Kind of grow or just bubble? No, well, sometimes it, you both. spray it, yeah. come back, it's three times as big. Yeah, as it three was. times as big. So yeah. then I so then I cleaned that out and usually usually one shot is good enough. And then I get but I gave it another shot. And here it comes again. Grew bubble. back? Yeah. Grew, Bu- just up. the bubbles, yeah, like crazy, or the fizzing. So I let that go for a while while we're treating the rest of the home. I wiped that down really well with a, with a very quality microfiber mm-hmm. rag. And then I thought, well, let's just, just for kicks, let's hit it one more time to make sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, every bit is stronger, stronger than the first time. It just... <laughs> did it ever it, stop? Yeah, it finally did, but okay. it took... Four or five applications of this stuff to get it to finally calm down to where okay, I know everything in there is completely dead oh or denatured. Gosh, you know, unbelievable. It was crazy. Is it every window sill or? Um, yeah, I mean the north, north, the north exposure were worse. Were worse, but all of them were bad. They oh all were bad. Gosh. Yeah, and then the other crazy well, thing about that house yeah. that I noticed is there were two floor drains in the utility room, which is really unusual. Yeah, to have two floor drains. Yeah. And I guarantee you, neither of them had water in the enough water in them for the to P-trap. fill the P trap. Yeah. yeah, so I think that was a big part just of the pulling it right into the unit. Is what going right, in, the furnace was right next to it. I mean, both both floor drains were within inches of the filter. Yeah, so I I think that was an issue. Um, yeah, they had mentioned multiple multiple problems where they had water. Well, and then, do you remember? What is it okay to talk about? If we're not using names, it's yeah, fine to yeah. talk about yeah. this the, in detail, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is, let me, can I rewind? This yeah. Is a, I'm glad the casual conversations went this way. Yeah. Because this is, this was so we, interesting. Yeah. We show up and they came to the door and the first thing I noticed was the the husband could not walk very right. well. Right, right. Um, struggling. Just, yeah. The, the the you could tell the joints were were and everything and even upper body dexterity was not there yeah and just really struggling uh, pleasant people but really nice yeah and then and then they just came out on the porch and then right behind him was his wife with a walker yeah or a walking a cane kind of cane, a cane, cane yeah. walk yeah walking cane yeah with anyways 
But and that instantly caught my attention. I hadn't been in the house. We hadn't been yeah. in the house. And these uh, these were not old people. Yeah, maybe mid fifties. Yeah, yeah, younger than me for that, sure. That yeah. caught me off guard because I'm like two people with walking disabilities in the same house. This is yeah. going to come. Okay, remember this because this is going to come into play after the job's over, right? Yeah, you know where I'm going right. with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could not walk very well, um, but the, the the nicest people, and we're chatting with them, and and Mike and I aren't aren't talking at this point, but in my mind, I instantly go to that i bet it's the mold because we had seen the before tests yeah stacky ketomium pretty high yeah. levels and in my mind i instantly i'm like it's the mold that's that's you know incapacitated them yeah and then did you pretty much have that same thought instantly as well yeah i did i mean i i am constantly catching myself because you tony, think everything's mold well yeah tony <laughs> my wife tony is always saying mike everything is not from mold <laughs> You know, and, and yeah. so I have to catch myself often, you know, but that was, that's an incredible coincidence for yeah. two people to have basically the same symptoms. Yeah. Some walking in issues. the same house. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, you got to look at environmental something well, going on there. And so details are fine, right? You're saying, oh, cause I was, I was really intrigued. You said, you know, as you went throughout the house, you know, window sills and, and you, yeah. the way we do our, our whole home part of the treatment. I mean, we're in every room in the house. Yeah. We're in the back, you know, we're, we're, yeah. we're treat, we're addressing every square inch of the house. Right? right. So you're, you're, you're in someone's all over in their house. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember you telling me, you're like, there are a ton of, um, what do you oh, say? there's, there's painkillers and, yeah. And steroids and, and yeah. Prescription drugs and even homeopathic drugs and CBD and just all kinds of stuff to try yeah. to get them to feel better. I'm sure. Yeah, they're just on this horrible journey of how do I get through each day? Yeah. You can tell just by the amount of of medicines yeah. that are in the house. It was it was really eye opening. Well, see for me, the the story was coming together as you would come out. I, I yeah. stayed in the car for the most part and was doing work. Yeah, you'd come out and tell me little things, and yeah. it started the pieces started falling in place for me where. Where you when you mentioned that to me, I'm yeah. like, well, that makes sense because it feels so horrible in that. Yeah, house. how could anybody survive? That? How could yeah. anyone survive? But then yeah. at the same time, they were so pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like, how are they so pleasant? And then you but, mentioned well, that. Yeah, like, oh, okay. There's, there's a number of um, yeah pharmaceuticals and <laughs> supplements that were. I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they don't want to take them, but yeah. they have to take them to get through the day. Well, that kind of reminds me of your mom's story that you yeah. shared, how she yeah. was on steroids and painkillers. Yeah. And, and 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 she hit a point where, I mean, we all know people, I know a person very well, that you hit a point where you take so much of that stuff that now you're not even taking it for the original problem. Yeah. You're taking it because you're addicted to that whatever medicine yeah. and you can't live without it. Yeah. And it's a it's a terrible place to be, but it the genesis of all of those situations are usually, you know, legitimate. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just uh, it's well, rough. That, but that's that, very that house was bad. Yeah, they are they have very legitimate. So reasons. I know you know this, but I could feel my body just reacting to that house really poorly. I was achy and my joints ached, my hip hurt, well, I had a headache. Well, mention mention oh, this, and I was irritable as hell. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say they were. It was they were so pleasant. Yeah. And then I don't know. Halfway through is when I, I was just <laughs> ticked off at the world. I don't get bad, dude. Do I often? <laughs> no. 
And I was just like, I can't get a hold of anybody in the office. My my extension cord keeps popping a breaker. And you're like, get mad at your extension cord or something? <laughs> yeah, I I've actually done that before. But I, it's a, I didn't think of it as mold, though. I was just like, I'm having a rough day. No, I the more and more the more and more I do this for a living, the more I realize that your environment is so absolutely critical to your personality. You yeah, know, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Well, I, not just your personality, your overall health as well, but it yeah. affects your personality. Yeah, 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 totally it does. Yeah, I've I've definitely been more emotional or uh, angsty after. Yeah, I've been in a really yeah uh, not good environment. Well, and we've uh, yeah we've we've mentioned you know when we talk about the symptoms of mold, we've talked about behavioral yeah. as being part of that. anxiety and yeah anxiety yeah. Depression, depression anger. We, yeah. we know someone who dealt has dealt with anger yeah. or more than one. Yeah, um, and, and I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, can absolutely. It. I was I was a little nuts. Yeah, you know, and there, then, there for a while. How 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 long after did you did it? Oh, a month later. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. you were wearing PPE, full face respirator. Yeah, and... yeah. I I didn't feel better until the next morning. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. You you mentioned some of the aches and pains. Well, and um, let me also say this is when I got back to the warehouse, I walked in Tony's office, and she. I talked to her just for just for a few seconds, mm-hmm. and she said, "Mike, you're giving me a headache. You need to go home and shower." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she could tell. She just could tell from what was on me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me this. Well, well, here's the interesting. Here's the connection I wanted to make. We we saw those two people. You know, they came on the porch and they both had yeah. walking issues. And yeah. then when you at the very end, you know, were describing your experience in yeah. there, you were like. I have such pain in my left hip, right? Yeah. In yeah. my hip. Yeah. You pointed over your left hip, and I was like, well, what? Really? It was unex- inexplicable. Yeah. And you were like, and I was like, describe the pain. You were like, it feels like pressure. And then you started saying, you know, inflammation. Maybe inflammation. inflammation. Yeah. And I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Because that's yeah. such a huge thing with a lot of autoimmune slash I just would have never thought illness. it would be that acute. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, me that too. quick. Yeah. And, but it was, yeah, that was a weird experience. Like, did it hurt to the touch or to walk or what? Hurt to walk. Well, to walk and to sit and to, to breathe. So yeah. Anyways, it was inflammation. Crazy. Me. Yeah. Crazy that that happened after we had seen those two people yeah. that couldn't walk very well. Yeah. And then to see your hippie hurting in just a four hour yeah. period. And to see me going uh, <laughs> mentally nuts for yeah. a few minutes and yeah. The headache and everything that followed, and I know. Yeah, I did. I did not feel well. I, I'm excited to see their results on their tests. Yeah. Well, but, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but as as we were leaving, uh, or as the homeowners were leaving, again they were so pleasant, and yeah. I remember the lady said, she just said kind of laughingly, "You won't believe how many floods we've had." Yeah, in she house. did. <laughs> yeah. He started listing them, and it yeah. was like, I don't know. Mold. Seven or eight, yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Oh man!" So, and and here's and you know I I've decided in this situation, it's the people who just live with the leak mm-hmm. for a long, long yeah. time. That is so much. It's it's not necessarily the number of events you've had with yeah. water. Yeah. It's how quickly you can get them cleaned up. Yeah. And if you just live with them, it's much worse than. If you if you live with them and only have a few, that's still much worse than having a lot and getting them fixed right away. I totally agree. Yeah, I won't go too much into this, but do you remember this other guy that I went up to and uh, who, who had uh, had a similar thing? He he thinks some of the leaks went on for twenty years. 
Yeah. And then as he started tearing out stuff, he realized that they, instead of fixing the moldy floor, oh, yeah, they rotting put, floor, they put, floor put, on some, top. More, put yeah. some more subfloor and a new floor on top. Yeah. That rotted. New subfloor, <laughs> floor on top. Just. It, oh, man. Yeah. You know, usually like OSB doesn't get moldy. It's usually mostly surface, yeah. you know? Yeah. You could see that black had permeated the whole OSB in certain areas. Wow. Like the whole o- yeah. piece of OSB in plywood was black. I I can't tell you how many wow. I can't tell you how many horror stories I've heard of people thinking that like with that case or even with sheetrock. Well I got moldy sheetrock. If I just put new sheetrock over the moldy sheetrock. Yeah. I mean I'm sure they spray it with something, you know. Yeah. They probably spray it spray it with bleach or something that yeah. doesn't work. And then put new sheetrock over, they think they'll be fine. What they're doing is making a toxic home that's going to be toxic forever. Yeah. Until they tear that down. Absolutely. Yeah. It's. It's. You, you uh, can't seal. You can't seal mold. You can't seal it away. Uh-uh. You really can't. No. You cannot seal mold away. Do not try. Yeah. Um, I think I think that was a good casual conversation. I think it was great. I, yeah. I was glad to see where that went. Yeah. I didn't know where it was going to go, but it, I'm glad. Can I? Can I, Can we conclude with this? Because I think that was a good length. But yeah. Well, what what are you, what are your takeaways from that story? Any any key takeaways? Um, I don't know. It's just um, your environment is just crazy critical. Um, I remember years ago we had this healthcare practitioner that used to send us tons of work, mm-hmm. and I would get there to the customer's home to treat the home, and they would say, "My healthcare practitioner was always the same person. Her name was Julie." Julie wanted me to tell you the mold is upstairs or it's in the downstairs basement or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, she's nuts, but she was always right. Always, always right. Wow. So finally one day I called her. I said, Julie, I got to know. This is making me crazy. How do you know where the problem is in the home? And she said, this is, uh, this is always stuck with me. She said, Mike, your aura or your spirit or your soul whatever you want to call it your conscious yeah knows everything about your environment all i have to do is ask the right questions and i can tell what's going on in a home mm. it was incredible so my point is your environment is so critically important make sure your house is in good or- order yeah yeah and then what you said earlier because it sounds like they didn't jump on these floods and leaks Right. I, I liked yeah. your key, your takeaway there, which is, I mean, even something that seems innocuous, like I spilled a glass of water on the carpet. Yeah. You really ought to jump on that. Yeah. I mean, that can seem really small. Another, maybe a, a more, another one that's, that's common is when your toilet plugs up and mm-hmm. overflows. Yeah. You really got to jump on that. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. And that happens in everyone's home at yep. least a few times, you know, over years. Or, or maybe you have a... You know, a leak in a sink where, it, it, you know, it only leaks when I turn the sink on. Yeah. And you dismiss it like, well, I don't turn the sink on that much. And it's just so. a drip. Yeah, it's just, it's a, just drip. a drip. Well, so. over time, same with same with outdoor drainage. You know, I, I my rain gutter is not working right, but we haven't had that much rain this year. I'm not going to worry about it. It will come back to bite you. It will. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks, Mike. Thanks yeah. for sharing that story. Let's... uh. Let's go. Let's go be in a moldy house together. Together again sometime. I look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Yeah. Hey, make sure you um, 
subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Nice, Mike. Yeah. We weren't even reminded to say that today. No, but Nez gave me a look, so I thought, (laughs) I'm missing something, I bet. So. Uh, All right. All right. Take care, everyone. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mold Matters Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more in-depth information on mold illness and recovery.